Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to a live edition of Locked on Kraken. Uh, it's postseason for Major League Baseball. It's the close of the preseason for the National Hockey League, at least for us, because uh, somewhere in Europe, some teams have already gotten started with the real deal. But uh, we are going to talk about all of it on this uh, pregame episode our last go-round um, before the real deal. We're just a week out, um, and it's it's going to be a good time. I think we've, we've got plenty to talk about. Uh, that's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. This episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. A little bit of a, a different look for the episode today. I was a little bit under the weather, seasonal allergies got me down, so took some rest. Also, I <laughs> believe I said we we're playing Vancouver tonight. We're playing Edmonton. So, you know, blame my head, not my heart. Um, either way, we have preseason hockey. And Dave Haxtell and Shane Wright spoke to media today. We heard a little bit from Shane Wright. Um, he did not talk about baseball. I was kind of hoping that he did, but the Seattle Kraken as a team showed up in their Mariners gear for today. I talked a little bit, I guess it was on yesterday's show. I wondered if Shane Wright was going to have a little bit of a house divided. He's playing, of course, for the Seattle Kraken, but uh, says he was a Toronto fan growing up. Uh, it seems like it's all things Seattle for him these days. Let's take a look at uh, him and the in the boys walking up uh, in their Mariners gear. Uh, this is coming from the Seattle Kraken social media account. Uh, looking good in the blue, Maddie Beneers. Wore that suit uh, on the road before. Look at that Seattle Mariners gear right there. Uh, Shane Wright, there he is. Uh, Good-looking suit there. Uh, so the boys are ready. And then also you see that, you know, it's all things. Good luck, Mariners. They started off today with a win. It's a wild card three-game series. And so the Mariners are already up one game on the Toronto Blue Jays. But, um, you know, I want to take you over to Shane Wright just for a little bit, and um, you can hear what he had to say after um, the skate that they had this morning. This is Shane Wright talking a little bit about his experience, um, you know, the Seattle Kraken, a bit about where he's you know, lit, uh, which was really funny. He's um, 
just, you know, taking it all in, taking it all in stride. So let me get you over there. Uh, toggling live is a lot different when I have a little bit of a reprieve. <laughs> but um, let me get you over there uh, to Shane Wright. Again, this is him talking. Um, this is him talking um, after pregame skate today. You've had a little more time to acclimate now this preseason. What's it been like going through these last couple of games compared to your first? Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Definitely learned lots. I think that uh, in every game, I definitely you know learn lots more about the league and um, you know how to be you know competitive player in here and uh, millions and outs of the league and also you know understand my teammates as well, building that chemistry up and. I feel more confident in myself, my abilities here, and um, you know, really happy with where I'm at right now. Hopefully, I can uh, keep going here tonight. Is there anything about it that surprised you at all? Um, I don't know. I think just overall, I think it's just been an unreal experience. It's just been a lot of fun for me. Obviously, uh, you know, being able to play here and um, you know, playing show games is something that I look forward to and dream of my whole life. So I think just, just being here, being here and having this opportunity um, is pretty special for me. And, um, hopefully, I can uh, just kind of take one game at a time, kind of get too ahead of myself, and just. That's Shane Wright. Again, if you want to listen to more of that, you can um, head over to our YouTube page where we have the full availability. But Shane Wright's just saying he's taking it one day at a time. Um, Dave Haxtell also spoke to media earlier today, talked about, um, you know, that we're going to see a roster tonight that will be similar to, to what he's looking to roll out for that opener on the road. Um, but there's still some pieces that he's looking to still figure out. He mentioned particularly, particularly, excuse me, that left wing position Dave Haxtell did, talking about where Yanni Gord is going to play. Uh, talked about players like, uh, like Jaden Schwartz, um, you know, and he, of course, talked about Shane Wright, talked about Shane Wright with respect to him getting more comfortable defensively. Um, he was asked a question. Someone said, oh, I'm just assuming that Shane Wright's going to be with the team. He said, you know, no assumptions. We're not doing any of that. Of course, we spoke yesterday on yesterday's show, Ron Francis speaking to the athletic Pierre Lebrun, that he also doesn't want to say anything guaranteed but he does expect Shane Wright to be with the Seattle Kraken and would imagine I'm paraphrasing here, but check out yesterday's episode. I'll leave the link in the show notes once we finish this live episode, but you know, said that he would expect that um, Shane Wright would be with the team. If he's going to be with the team, he's going to be with the team for the season. So that's going to be interesting, but I mentioned that we are taking on, uh, one of our Pacific Division rivals, we're going to talk about this game against Edmonton. Um, we uh, should be, again, looking at our, a roster that that is similar to what we'll see early on for this Seattle Kraken squad. Uh, no guarantees for anyone as to what that will absolutely look like, but here's what they have for us over at NHL.com. So if you take a look at this here, uh, you know, we, first of all, this is maybe not the best one to pull up because they um, have Chris Drieger. <laughs> 
up. We know that Chris Drieger will not be in net for the Seattle Kraken. So there's that. But, um, you know, we saw that we were able to take care of Edmonton. That was one of our three, nothing wins earlier in the preseason. I think, uh, we did learn some things against Vancouver and that overtime win and against, um, Calgary. Uh, I talked about that earlier in the week, but I'm still very curious about defense. Um, I know that I had a little bit of a disagreement with some of you on how Martin Jones was performing. So I'm curious to see what, if any, uh, we see from him. So I, you know, I think that overall the Seattle Kraken still have some things that they have to figure out. Um, again, I, I talked, uh, about, Dave Haxtell mentioning what the forward lines are going to look like. We haven't seen Jonas Donskoy in a little bit. He's dealing with an upper body, you know, little tweak here and there. Um, what we did hear from Dave Haxtell is that tonight is going to be about playing people, playing Seattle Kraken players within their role. So he, he was he wouldn't commit to minutes as far as is he going to give more minutes to people who are on the bubble versus not on the bubble. Um, you know, he didn't commit to that and, and didn't want us essentially to read too much into the tea leaves regarding that. But I think what we do know is that Dave Haxel is looking for the different positions and the role playing that he has at his disposal with the team um, that he will want to put on the ice. But there will be no decisions. Obviously, we haven't gotten those final cuts. But, you know, at about 28, got to get to 23, I believe it is. So there's some moves that have to be made. Those will be coming up after this preseason game because then it's all live, baby. We start with the real deal, puck dropping on the regular season officially next week for the Seattle Kraken. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I said we were going to have a conversation about defense. I want to talk about that a little bit. Again, I'm uh, I'm not at my best, but I want to give you a primer. We're going to go over to our graphic over at The Athletic. That's going to help us just kind of put some things into context. And then, of course, I've got my baseball gear ready, my personal baseball team favorite baseball team is going to play in the wild card in the national league um probably right around now actually um and and of course we'll talk about how the mariners did and what looks uh what the rest of the wild card series looks like for them that's coming up on locked on kraken now let me tell you about bet online we talk about it all the time bet online is your number one source for football betting and info this season, of course, not just football. It's got NHL stuff as well, and I'll take you over to some of those odds and how we've ranked things over at Locked on NHL. As always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, NHL, Boxing and even golf is to head over to betonline.net. You can use your mobile device, laptop, desktop, tablet, whatever you got. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, this is a live edition of Locked on Kraken. Um, we are doing a little pregame before the official pregame, before our official last preseason game. I know it was a lot of pre uh, there's a lot going on with Seattle. Again, we are taking on Edmonton. Super excited. Um, 
<laughs> I love this. Uh, and thank you for those who are tuning in. Thank you so much. I, I, I love that you're loving the show. Please keep John Hayden. I, I like John. We talked about John, I guess, maybe two days ago, earlier this week. Is he one of those bubble players? Absolutely. I know over on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you as always. Um, and eventually this will be up on audio. But, you know, is he a player that we need? Is he a player that has shown enough? Will tonight be an opportunity for him to show a little bit more? Um, you know, again, we have a, a geezer gamer. I love that. Uh, great show, exclamation point. Thank you very much. Let's please keep John Hayden. I like John. I liked learning about his background. Uh, we talked about that. It wasn't officially one of our good reads, but we talked about that earlier in the week. Um, and it was the Seattle Times uh, that did a little bit of a write-up there. I think there's room for a John Hayden on this roster. So we have to see. We have to see how it plays out. But as promised, I wanted to talk about defense. And y'all know, if you listen to the show, I, I've got a thing for defense. I've got a thing for defense. It's just uh, so important in the game. I think it's underrated. I absolutely, and I know we're going to talk about the Mariners in the next segment, but one of the things I absolutely love about the Mariners is that they are a defense first team and they get to the playoffs. They get to the postseason for the first time in 21 years by focusing on, I'm putting my hand to my ear for those listening on audio. They do it by focusing on defense, by being all in on defense. I have not seen that from the Seattle Kraken yet. You see, I've got my Seattle Kraken Black History Month edition hat on. I haven't seen that from the Seattle Kraken, and it makes me a little bit nervous because we don't have great defense. Speaking of great defense, and speaking of, of course, of course we talked about Bet Online. Here's what we have, including the Bet Online odds for Norris Trophy. I spoke about this yesterday. One of the good reads that I talked about was that great article breaking down this puck moving defenseman style. Kale McCars right there at the top of the list. Um, and that was mentioned in that ESPN article by the one and only Ryan S. Clark. But on the screen, for those watching on YouTube, you see NHL defenseman power rankings as voted on by the Locked On NHL hosts. Odds to win the Norris Trophy, which is, of course, the top def defenseman or, uh, excuse me, top defenseman award. And then it also has the bet online odds. These are future bets, of course. At number one, are we surprised? Kale McCarr. From the Avalanche, uh, plus 150. Victor Hedman from the Lightning, plus 800. Adam Fox from the Rangers, plus 900. Roman Josie, who was mentioned in that article, locked on Predators. I know, felt some kind of way that Josie didn't win it. Plus 750 for this season. Then we have uh, Heiskanen, McAvoy, Hughes, Quinn Hughes, um, Ekblad, Aaron Ekblad from the Panthers, uh, Cedar from the Red Wings, and Morgan Riley from the Leafs, uh, rounding out the top 10. Now, these are what we are saying. Oops, excuse me. These uh, are what at least my colleagues and I agree are the top defensemen in the NHL. When I was asked to put forth a top defenseman who could even be in the Norris Trophy conversation, it was difficult. 
it was difficult to figure out who on the Seattle Kraken can realistically be in the running. The, the truth of the matter is I don't think we have one of those players right now. I really just don't think we have one. And I think that's a problem. I really think that's a problem. I think it's going to become a problem. I think it's going to be continue to be a problem until the Seattle Kraken really buckle down and focus on defense. I want to take you to something else here. Uh, we're going to go to another tab um, and just think about what, you know, how are we even ranking? You know, what are, what are some of the things that it takes to be a top defenseman? Um, and so I mentioned the athletic, we're going to talk about them too, but this comes from, um, uh, what is this? Uh, Quant hockey, excuse me, overall NHL stats. Um, and it's ranking defensemen again, Roman Josie, Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman, Adam Fox, uh, Christopher Latang, Riley's there again, Hughes, Ekblad, McAvoy comes in at 11 for, uh, Quant hockey. Um, the, the first player that's even mentioned from the Seattle Kraken, you have to scroll all the way down, and this is um, Vince Dunn is mentioned. And Vince Dunn is mentioned, this is uh, ranked by, by points here. If we go by plus minus, that's a whole nother story, and it's actually Will Borgen who had the best plus minus for the Seattle Kraken defenseman uh, last season at one. Now... Plus minus, plus minus. That's an interesting stat. It's no defensive stat is perfect. If you listen to the show before, you know that I believe that. We've talked to Allison Lucan the first time she was on the show. We talked about that. Um, you know, there is a, a huge problem with that stat. But then also the Seattle Kraken were not great last year. So that's going to be a problem for us regarding that, that stat, because, um, you know, we, we just weren't any good. So no one had a great plus minus, um, you know, Dunn had the most points last season and he had the most shots. So I think for a lot of people, if you're going to pull a stat, that's kind of attainable and you can quantify Vince Dunn, might be our, our best defenseman. We've also heard a lot of people talking that Vince Dunn, you know, he had a he had a preseason so far in which he was showing that he can be a puck moving defenseman. This kind of new wave puck moving, young puck moving defenseman that Ryan S. Clark talked about yesterday. So me personally, I think there's a little bit more. Um, I like the kill McCars style of puck moving defenseman. I think uh, as Kale mentions in that article, I highly recommend it. But as Kale mentions, he doesn't want to be thought of as just like a good offensive defenseman. He sees himself as a full, complete, well-rounded player. And he even went as far in that article to suggest that there should be a different way to classify a player like him, or as Allison has said, like a rover type situation. Uh, and he's talking about awards. And that was the question that I had, right, about positionless hockey. When I had that conversation about positionless hockey with Allison Lucan, my concern was, how is this going to impact awards? And if it's impacting awards, how then, it, how then does it impact the game? Those are all questions to be answered. Anyway, that's my long-winded way of saying that, I guess, in some of the measures that we think of 
uh, that can be quantifiable, Vince Dunn maybe is our best defenseman. But if you go on plus minus, oh, I said Borgen, um, but I think Alexiak actually had a better plus minus. Um, and Carson Soucy and, and Larson were up there as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I honestly don't know who to say is our best defenseman. I'm very curious to see what Justin Schultz will look like defensively. I know that he has some responsibilities on special teams. But if you're looking at how the NHL is ranking defensemen and then you're looking at the Seattle Kraken defense, there's a lot to be desired. And so now I want to take you again over to The Athletic. We talked about this, was it this week? I'm not sure, but this is the, pre this is the preview, uh, the team-by-team -team preview and breakdown that The Athletic is doing. And I love a good graphic. Who doesn't? Um you know, I know we talked about this article even maybe even before last week because, um, you know, they were like, shame on us for having this team so high and things like that. Uh, so anyway, this is a graphic. It's showing the Seattle Kraken. It has um, letter grades for overall the team. It has letter grades for the starters, for the um, pairings, for the forwards, the centers. Like it, it does a really great job here. Um, and it also has the, it's using the, um, GSVA stat to, to kind of rank. Um, and just, it also has the GSVA kind of, uh, I almost want to say rubric, but that's not what I mean. But anyway, uh, so you go from zero to five, five being an MVP caliber player, uh, a zero being a fringe player, the player with the highest ranking per this, um, per this stat, which actually came from a writer. I'm forgetting the name right now, but who is at the athletic anyway. Um, and it takes into account a lot of different things. Again, it's, it's not a perfect, uh, especially for defense. It's not perfect, but anyway, the highest ranking for the Seattle Kraken overall, uh, Maddie Beneers. 2.1. So that is a top player in the NHL, but less than a star player. Star players come in at about 2.5 given this metric. For those watching on YouTube, you can see the center um, that Matty Beneers top center, but also has the best ranking. <clears throat> Excuse me, Burakovsky comes in at a two, again, top player. So you've got Beneers Burakovsky coming in at um, a two or better. Bjorkstrand, McCann are 1.5 or better. Eberly is a 1.1. There are no defensemen, according to this statistic, there are no defensemen that come in higher than a one. And Adam Larson is at a negative 0.6. Vince Dunn, uh, it's Susie, Dunn, and Alexiak. So the top three that I mentioned, uh, Susie at a 0.9, Dunn and Alexiak at a 0.8, Schultz and Borgen at a 0.7. That doesn't look good to me. I mean, I know these are not perfect. This is all projections, and it's some super mathematical science that I – can't even fully explain, but it, it creates something that we can at least have a conversation about. If you're watching on YouTube, I want to take you also over to the top where it's projecting 87.2 points. We're going to have something where I talk about the over under on that. I think this is a, a little bit high. Um, 
the percentage to make the playoffs. I'm seeing most places saying about 27%. And our chances to win the Stanley Cup, absolutely zero, according to The Athletic. So, you know, I don't disagree. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I couldn't remember who the writer was. Um, I'm going to absolutely butcher that last name, but Dom. Dom is the writer. Thank you so much. It's a statistic um, that, again, it, it comprises a lot of different things. So arguably, if we want to know who a complete player is, that stat should help us. I don't think it's a perfect stat for defense, but again, I don't think there really is one. Um, not plus minus, not shots, not there's there's not a perfect there's not a perfect uh, anything for defense. So I, I can you tell I'm troubled? I am troubled. I am deeply troubled uh, by as I let me come out of this. I'm deeply troubled by what the Seattle Kraken defense is going to look like. And I just don't think that we're focusing on it enough. And I get it. I get it, people. There is this whole philosophy that if you have the puck more, you have possession more, that is its own form of defense. But I've talked about it on the show before. Then what kind of offense is that? If you're just keeping the puck, it, you know, we we were pushing Calgary out, you know, so they were only taking shots from deep. And they beat us. They beat us four to one because they, even in minimal possession, which actually I think they had better possession, they definitely had better face off, which is another thing. If you want possession, you have to be good at the face off. We were not good at the face off uh, and in the circle uh, at the dot against Calgary. So you got to win face offs if you want to play this possession style. And we didn't do it. We didn't do it against Calgary, who's a top team in our division, a top team in our division. So what are we talking about here? You know, uh, possession, meaningless possession, possession without a purpose, as you sometimes hear in soccer or football. Um, you know, it's just, uh, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. So I think it's great. I think we will have better offense, and I think that will yield better results offensively, but only to an extent. You still got to be able to play defense. And Martin Jones showed a few holes in his game. Philip Grubauer still to be determined. We of course know how last season went. So I'm a little bit concerned about defense, but we're not going to end with my concerns. We're going to end the show talking about baseball. We're going to talk about baseball in Seattle. We're going to talk about baseball in the postseason, and who Dave Haxtell thinks will win the wild card series between the Seattle Mariners and where he was formerly before us, uh, Toronto. Um, of course, the blue, he was with the Maple Leafs, but the Blue Jays are playing. We're going to talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken. This is your live show, Locked on Kraken. Hey, as always, thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken. Uh, the audio version of this will go up a little bit after our live pregame. Um, but I, I talked about defense, talked about stats. Um you heard a little bit from Shane Wright. I don't know if that's going to come out perfectly live, so apologies if it didn't on the audio. Should be able to fix that if there were any problems. But you can always head over to our YouTube page. We have the full conversation with Shane Wright. Um, him talking about, he talks about 
still living in a hotel. He talks about what it's been like being here and getting acclimated, getting adjusted. What are some of the things that he wants to do better and be better um, at regarding on and off the ice? Um, so that's over on our YouTube page. Um, we are, of course, your five days a week podcast covering the Seattle Kraken. We always thank you for tuning into Locked on Kraken. Came to you a little bit later today. You might still hear a little congestion. My allergies hit me bad. They hit me hard today. So came in a little bit later. But um, baseball. M's in three. Who's that? Geezer Gamer? That's you? M's in three? Well, you know what? Dave Haxtell agrees. He said M's in three. And you know what? They already have secured one win. We've been talking about it the last two days on the show, um, that the Mariners have been having a watch party. I saw some of the, the video and uh, the posts from T-Mobile Park. It looked exciting. It looked hella exciting in Toronto. And you know what else looked really good? Luis Castillo. Ooh, Luis Castillo looked really, really good. Really, really good um, today. It was a 4 nothing win for the Mariners. They got it done. Um, you know, they got their runs early, too, which you love to see. In baseball, you love to see it. Again, it was a 4 nothing final. Uh, the Mariners were able to get it done. Um, they gave up no runs, which you absolutely love. Um and we talked about this, but the Mariners have not had a favorable record in Toronto. They are perfect against the Blue Jays at home, but it was a question on whether they were going to be able to get it done on the road. They did. Let me pull this up for you here. It's the box score from MLB.com. Again, this is the wild card Mariners playing the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, they got three runs in that first inning, then got another one in the fifth. Uh, Julio Rodriguez had a great game. He got hit twice and scored both times. And then he, uh, you know, got a single Julio Rodriguez, young talent. You'll love to see it. Um, for the blue Jays, they had, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Manoa, Alex, Alec Manoa, who again a little bit of a rocky start if you're if you're a Blue Jays fan, but he settled in. He settled in after that, um, and and but it just was the bats for Toronto. Uh, they couldn't get they couldn't get it done. But um, you know we'll see. Ooh, hello, that's got like that mirror effect. Sorry if you're watching on YouTube. That was weird. Um, so M's in three. What that means? This is a new wild card wild card, excuse me, format. So what this means is that uh, instead of like we've had the play-in games before and then you get to the division, like it, we're doing it all different. This is a series. It's a proper series. So there are eight teams, including Los Mets. We're playing the Padres tonight in New York, but um, they're going to get a three-game series. So the, the, the Mariners will not get to host a post-game, uh, a post-season game, I should say, until they get to the next level. So they have to take care of it. Is it going to be M's in theory? That's what Dave Haxtell said. Uh, he was a little reluctant to give an answer, but he eventually said M's in three. Uh, the Mariners already have the one win. They'll play tomorrow 
which is Saturday and Sunday. That's an if necessary game, but everyone seems to think it's M's in three. So, so that's where we'll go. Of course, Los Mets. <sighs> Gotta hold fast, stay true, to borrow a uh, Kraken saying. But, you know, we we had a difficult run in the at the latter end, so I'm just hoping we get back to how we played in the beginning of the season. But for the Mariners, you know, I've talked about it, and then we'll close the show here. The whole damn show. Like when the Seattle Kraken, they had that video, the whole damn show. Uh, and the Mariners have kind of taken on, you know, like, uh, what is they're saying? It's something about damn, damn this, damn that. Everyone, everyone is saying damn these days. But um, the Mariners, uh, they're saying is, oh, this is just the damn start. I love it. I love it. I don't know. Is that like a Seattle thing? I love it. There's so much excitement. The Mariners are not content to just arrive for the wild card. Remember, this is a team that a lot of people counted out early in the season. This is a team that then, after they were being called out for it being over rock, leading into the All-Star break, they went on a 14-game winning streak, second most in franchise history. Julio Rodriguez had an amazing All-Star uh, campaign. This is an exciting team, and there was a, a team meeting. Uh, I talked about how they're a defense-first team. Love that. Uh, but they had a team meeting, and Julio, 21 years old, young guy, is like, listen, we got to get it together. I'm here. I want to experience this. I want us to experience this as a team, so let's get it done. Let's just go out there. Let's just do it. Articles, news stories, all that outside, outside noise be damned. Let's get it done. And now look at where the Mariners are. I love this for them. I, I've mentioned it before. I've gone to a lot of Mariners games. I absolutely love checking out uh, the Mariners when I, when I can uh, make it to the games. Cal Raleigh got that two-run homer. Cal Raleigh is also the reason the Mariners made officially clinched their spot, I should say, uh, in the postseason. So there's there's some great storylines. Of course, as, as a, a baseball fan, huge baseball fan, baseball my first love, I'm definitely going to keep you posted as long as the Mariners are in, and you might have to bear with me because uh, the Metropolitans are also in it, and I've mentioned it before. I absolutely love that I cover a hockey team and a city that has roots in hockey and their hockey team, their first hockey team uh, in the National Hockey League, or what we now know as the National Hockey League, the Metropolitans. Oh, baby, let's go. That's going to do it for me. I'm going to drink some more hot tea, and then we've got to get you over to the pregame um, because we've got an amazing broadcast team. They do a great job. Um, and next week... We'll, we'll obviously know who the cuts are. Next week, we'll have a little bit more that we can talk about um, after this preseason game. Again, Dave Haxtell is, is saying that we're, he's going to put his guys in the positions and scenarios that he's expecting for them to play once we come to the games that count. So I'm going to be keeping a keen eye on what that looks like. Double screen for me, Seattle Kraken and the New York Metropolitans. As always, thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken. We appreciate you if you're on YouTube, if you're listening on audio. Again, if you uh, listen on audio, this is coming likely after tonight's game. Um, either way, we appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend.
I hope it's full of full with baseball and it uh, obviously two wins for the Mariners and for the Mets. Um, and I will catch you next week. Hold fast, stay true. Let's go Kraken. I'll see you on the next show. Thanks so much. Oh, I love this. Before we go, go team, go buoy, go Kraken. That's right. I love it. I'm going to have to add buoy into my wrap up. You know, I always do the whole fast, stay true, be kind to yourself and to each other. And stop hating on Bowie because you know what? He's a troll and he will troll you on social media. I love it. I'll catch you all next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Let's go cracking.